from the Conductor offices in New York City, this is Search on Tap. Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of Search on Tap. I am Pat Reinhardt, and I am so excited that I was able to convince Greg Garitani to stay for another episode. Greg, thank you so much for joining us again. How you doing? Same. Same. Awesome. Still doing it. All right. Very good. And with us, we have uh, colleagues, Ralph Durso. Hello. And Steve Machia. Hello. And as always, we have Merg tickling the board. And today, we are going to be talking about what mobile actually means today. So, as always, we're going to start off with a fact. So, according to Comscore, and I found this really interesting when I was digging around, uh, 71% of total minutes spent online in the United States happens on a mobile device as of 2017. 71% of total minutes spent online is on a mobile device, which, of course, is not outrageously shocking but you know at the same time it's like that's a lot holy holy, holy crap and also I, I saw that in Indonesia it's over 90% so they they spend all of their time right. on mobile devices and across the globe when you look at these um, you know Canada 60 uh, 82% uh, UK uh, 81% you know Russia 87% you know a lot of these you know a lot of you know a lot of time being spent on mobile right but you know I think that as time has gone on you know, mobile, you know, the definition of mobile has probably has probably evolved a little bit. And I think the group would agree with me because, you know, hey, listen, you know, mobile is everyone thinks phone, right? You think smartphone and, and, and that's, you know, that's how we define mobile. We have, you know, traditional desktop and then we have mobile uh, or smartphone and then we have tablet. Those are the three areas that everyone looks at. Right. And I guess I'll open up first by saying, number one. Is anyone here surprised by that number in the United States, right? 71% of total. Any Anyone, and I open it to the group, anyone surprised by that number? No, I'm definitely not surprised at all by that. No? I'll go, I'm skeptical of it. Skeptical? Why are you skeptical? I'm skeptical because while that's believable, I'd mm-hmm. be interested to see how much of that is consecutive with time spent on the desktop. Like for right now, I'm staring at a desktop and I'm online. Mm-hmm. My mobile device is also here. So how, how much... When you say 71%, you automatically think, well, that must mean that all that time is spent on the mobile device and nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, and there's, not, there's only you know, 30% of time available to spend on a different device. But that, does that take into account using two things at once or simultaneously? So you're saying that it's more of a kind of like a multi-device you know, sure. experience. I'll, I'll give you a, a, so let's say I'm at work and I'm doing work and I'm researching and, and Googling and I'm also on Tinder. Okay. I'm online on two different devices. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So when you say 71%, that, that's believable, but that, the, I guess the way it's presented, it doesn't, I guess the conclusion you draw would mean that it's only on the mobile device, mm-hmm. whereas it, it sort of discredits the amount of time that could be spent simultaneously. There's an overlap time. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, think, okay. yeah. That's right. I think um, when I see this 71%, I think that I think of that to me like mobile devices are less expensive than computers. So a lot of people have, if, if they had an option, may potentially just choose to own a Android smartphone instead of getting a computer. Therefore, their access to the internet is with them at all times. It's their only access, actually, at that point. Um, and, you know, I don't know how many, I don't know what the percentage of people are the one device, uh, you know, uh, you know, user, but um, 
if, if that is, that could be definitely even listening to Sumber, I think. So I actually have that number. Uh, so <laughs> I'm actually looking at that comm score, and they have a multi a multi platform one, right? So let's go through, you know, so UK, right? So for desktop only, we're looking at about 25%. Um, for everyone, you know, multi platform, of course, by far is well over 90%, right? And then mobile only, you know, kind of goes into, uh, you know, kind of like, like a 10%, you know, range too. Uh, Canada is more heavy on desktop only, but only slightly, about the same with multi platform. USA, um, you know, desktop only very small, only about 15%. Then multi-platform, again, you're up to that like 90%, you know, that 90%, you know, uh, you know, range. So, you know, to both of your points, it looks like the multi-platform is really where, where most people are spending their time, you know, searching, uh, you know, you know, spending most of their time online is, is, you know, on, you know, two devices, Steve, as you said, are kind of overlapping, you know, here and there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that kind of speaks to the the kind of micro moments where people are doing research um, in the you know throughout the buyer's journey. So, you know, if somebody you know, on my, for example, on my commute to work, uh, oftentimes write emails, or look at prices for different products I might be interested in. Um, and I think a lot of other people are really going through that. You know, whenever they have maybe five minutes, they hop on Amazon, they look at some prices, maybe Google something for, you know, the price maybe of the new iPhone or whatever they're looking for. Um, but then maybe later on they'll convert on the desktop when they're ready to buy, whether the price you know is right, et cetera. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean that's that's how I shop. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I very rarely buy something on my phone, right? Unless it's Amazon where I can just click and I already have everything hooked yeah. up, which is pretty much the only <laughs> the only thing I have hooked up to what Gregor is Amazon. I think it totally depends if my wallet is like really far away <laughs> exactly. from me or not. <laughs> It's it's totally true though, but uh, you know, but I always go and I I browse on my phone, right? Because I'm on the couch, you know, I I'm sitting there. My wife and I are are, are shooting URLs back and forth to one another. Um, like right now, we're redoing our basement. Good example, right? And we have to buy. Um, we have to buy a whole mess of stuff. We have to buy flooring. We have to buy a utility sink with a cabinet and all that stuff. And we're just shooting it back and forth, right? Back and forth. But then ultimately, I'm like, okay, so last night we settled on, hey, we're going to buy this, these three things, right? And she went to the desktop and she went to homedepot.com and she bought them on the desktop because she's like, it's just easier to enter information yeah. on desktop. It's, it's, it's not easy to enter, you know, to enter information on your phone. It really, it really isn't. It's, pain. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny that you, you, that you kind of go the opposite way of me. So I, I tend to do everything on, on the phone. Um, really? Similar to like you're doing basement and you're ordering stuff from Home Depot where we're doing my kitchen right now. And I did everything well, from Lowe's, but who cares what a really competitor. Uh, but I did it all on the phone, just because it was just right there, and I didn't feel like walking twenty steps to the other room. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just sheer laziness. Lazy, freaking idiot. So, so, so you're a Lowe's um, man. But I do it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lowe's so man. Lowe's, it's five percent off. With the Line in the sand. The yeah. Right there. yeah. All right. That's right. So I'm glad we're on opposite sides of the table. The yeah. homeowners. You stay away from me. <laughs> yeah. Home Depot versus Lowe's. Right, Lowe's is the poor man's like you know the poor man's Home Depot. You walk in, it looks kind of nicer than, than Home Depot. Probably shouldn't be saying all this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Steve uses Lowe's, um, you know. So we we've established that, uh, but no, but it's a good point because it has a lot to do with laziness, you know, honestly. And for for me, I just I don't like you. I don't like inputting a bunch of numbers and stuff on my phone. I very rarely do it. Mm -hmm. I have a, a honest question, I guess, for everybody here then, because one sort of anecdotal observation I've always had with, with that sort of thing is, is there a correlation between the amount of money spent or how big of a purchase it is in the device? 
because I've always thought that if it's a big purchase, like say you're buying a couch, even if you're looking at the phone, you're like, okay, this is this is where it's starting to get real. I'm going to use my desktop to complete the order, even if for all intents and purposes, everything is the same. That's a good point because I don't think I would. Hmm. I would. I would think so, in my opinion. Even Greg, to your example of the couch, I did exactly that. I did the research on the phone and I bought on uh, on desktop because I had to. I don't know. It was more real to me. Yeah. Like it was a bigger purchase. Because it's a it bigger was, amount of money. Yeah, it was like I'm. I need to. Le- if I'm going to legitimize spending this much money on a couch, I need to see it as big as I can. Especially if I'm not going to go to the store. Um, I have two monitors at home, at home, so that was you know that's always helpful for for, for efficiency and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I would never buy an expensive thing. Like you wouldn't buy a car on your mobile phone or anything like that. Like can you even do that? Actually, I don't even know. That's I'm not sure you can. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Probably with CarMax, yeah. you could at least. Yeah, you know, sure. they, they they've come a long way with you know auto- automating the process. But that that's actually a great example of, uh, of I guess the the extreme of that because it, it, it's it's true. And I think that's something we have to overcome as marketers. Is like I don't even know if you, there's a word for it yet, like mm. what that is or, or syndrome or or whatever. But it is something that exists. And th- then there's instances of um, certain purchases like maybe. Um, um, like insurance or something like that where mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions and you just genuinely mm-hmm. need to talk to a person even if all the information is yep. right there you just don't trust yourself to make the purchase so mm-hmm. um, you know oftentimes uh, like companies will will want to cut down on the amount of people calling in so on and so forth and you know of course the the ask for us marketers or, or SEOs even is how do we how do we augment our help section or our FAQ or support whatever to, to minimize that and the, the real answer is like we can only go so far um, once we're going to hit a ceiling where people are, it doesn't matter what you write there. You could write free insurance. Nobody's going to click it. They're going to call just because they have questions. So. And what, what do we think that threshold is? What, what is that? What is that financial threshold? What is that dollar amount? Is it, and it's, it's probably different for everyone depending on you know your income. I would think you know how comfortable you are. You know, making for me, I am I am as everyone knows like the cheapest guy on the planet. So like anything over like a hundred bucks, I'm just like oh no, I'm gonna go check this out a little bit more. I don't know. I was gonna say for me it was like two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's not, it's not very much. It's not very much. It's not the best cash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's an okay cat. It's, it's, my, of, it's this, in my office. This filet of fish sandwich, I don't know if I trust this for $6. I'm going to go to the store and smell this for <laughs> Do they still make the filet of fish? Is that oh. a thing? Just popped into my head. All right, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Avid filet of fish eater, Steve Mockett. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so, so taking all of that, even the filet of fish stuff, um, you know, it's, my question is, and what I was thinking of before, before the episode was is mobile still just about phones? Right. You know, what constitutes as mobile these days? Right. Of course, smartphones. But, you know, tablets has always been, you know, has always been separate. But do you count? I don't know. Like, like, let's say you're, you know, like, are there any other devices? Right. That would uh, yeah, that would constitute like that would be classified as mobile and sh- or should be classified as mobile or any that you see coming down the pike. I'll throw something out that. Poke holes in it. All right, let's, let's, let's <laughs> Anything it. that's not a desktop that you can buy something on. Anything that's not a desktop that you can buy something on. Example. Give me an example. Um, smartwatch. Smart. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. interesting. And it is. I mean, technically, it goes with you where you are. You know, where you go. Yeah, that's true. But you can search on it, though. You can search on it. So. Sure. Yeah. Well, that I mean, you can buy something. You can buy it. Too. So it, it's a. I know, like a, a lot of brands will tablets kind of a a weird one because it's 
technically an I overgrown tablets cell phone. Mobile. I think tablets mobile it just because it's a huge cell phone. But from an analytics and business standpoint, a lot of times I lump that in with desktop mm-hmm. because there's so little of it that's significant that it, it and it usually makes more sense, especially like um, when you consider mobile experiences, like if they have a separate M dot, if they have a separate M dot, the traffic's usually for a tablet, it's gonna go to the desktop. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's one of those things where maybe the, the technical definition and uh, I guess the way you would classify it from a marketing standpoint kind of differ um, when you're planning a site and breakpoints, responsive design, all that stuff. Desktop and tablet, usually the same. Yeah, and you know, and it's interesting because and the um, and they're they're even more similar with conversion rates too, right. because a lot of people like don't I don't think a lot of people realize that conversion rates on tablet are actually quite high. They're they're almost you know they're almost right there with desktop, right? So like even you know you know have a study right here, um, you know saying that you know in Q4 of 2016, so the end of last year, um, you know uh, you know traditional or desktop you know wound up about 4.14 you know percent conversion rates. You know that's a fine conversion rate. Smartphones 1.55, which is not surprising. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that they're lower, um, especially. With just with the amount of traffic that that's going through that now and growing, and tablet is three point five six, so it's right there. It's right there with uh, yeah. you know with desktop. So and I don't think because I think a lot of people. So my wife's a good example of this, right? Because like desktop, she has no problem going on to let's just say like Shutterstock. You know, uh, you know she has all like thousands of pictures you know upload there, and she buys you know she buys makes calendars out of them, buys pictures, you know Christmas invitations, things that things of that nature. Um, and then, but she will also do the same thing on tablet. She will do the same thing on her tablet, but she won't do it on her phone because she can't. You know, she can't make like you can't go and and make like a like a Christmas invitation on your phone easily, right? You know, it's it's not big. You want to be able to see it. You want you know, want it to be in your face. But at the same time, so I think that that's probably why you're seeing those different conversion rates. Yeah, that's actually a really good point, Pat. And I wonder, um, I wonder if there's maybe like a timeline out there if someone has made like an infographic or something like that of um, average conversion rates by device size mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. You know, like thinking about like as smartphones have gotten larger, like the iPhone gets bigger and whatnot. Um, if those, you know, now how big is the current iPhone? It's like huge, right? It's like yeah, it's it's a phablet. So, yeah, so. it's basically a phablet. So, um, I wonder if the conversion rate on that particular device is almost as high as like one of a tablet that's popular, like an iPad. Well, well that's that, oh, no, I, was, I would say um, I just I feel like you know while those numbers sound like oh wow tablet you know converts really well I feel like we're gonna start to see a decline in that in the next few years I feel like a tablet potentially a dying breed. Um, it, with the advent of you know phablets and the phones getting bigger, mm-hmm. wearable tech, those types mm-hmm. of things, I think things are going to start to shift that way. Um, I don't see tablets surviving much longer. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I know like my own personal use um, it really has dwindled. Uh, I know like a lot of, a lot of people that I know who who used to use them very like religiously are now like they're just uh, relegated to. Now I'm home. I have it on the table. I do it maybe for some light searching. Maybe I'll watch a movie on there if the TV is currently being used by somebody else in the family or mm-hmm. something like that, um, or to read something. But it's not like I don't carry with with it. I don't carry it with me everywhere I go anymore the way I did when mm-hmm. I first got it. Yeah. Probably because my phone has gotten so much bigger, or I have another avenue, something that I'm literally walking around with on my body all the time to use. So, so Steve, to your point there, I know I know you're a big reader also. So, you know, do you have? Would you say that the majority of the use of your tablet is mainly for reading, like books, comics, articles, whatever, over like pretty much anything else? Because I, I pretty much am the kind of user with it where I use it for a very specific purpose only. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's become more for reading and the, like I said, the occasional like movie or show if I if I can't if I don't have access to right. something else at home. And that's really it. I'm yeah. not using it yeah. really for shopping or things like that yeah. anymore. When I first got it a few years ago, whatever iteration of it that I had, I was always on it. So great, so big. But then, like I said, the phone started getting bigger. They stopped. They stopped making like Apple stopped making the iPad Minis. Now mm-hmm. they just it's just the iPad and then the, the you know the big one. Um, and so there's got to be a reason as to why they're phasing out certain iterations of them. Yeah, I I think it's you know it's it's interesting because uh, I I think it is going to become something for specific uses, right? I think medical, number one, is always going to use them instead of clipboards, you mm-hmm. know, and things like that. Like, that's how they fill out everything, and that's just easier, right? Um, I also think, like, construction and just, you know, work, people to fill work orders, things of that nature. Restaurants, uh, you know, probably, you know, I actually, you know, there's a great company out there that actually has, like, backlit, you know, like, LED menus. Um, I don't know if everyone's ever seen it. Like, really, you know, used mainly at, like, steakhouses and things like that. Um, but I see, uh, you know, like, or even... Actually, you know, like Chili's, for example, right? Yeah, yeah. They have the screens now. Yeah. You know, ultimately, menus will go away, and I think tablets will replace menus, right? Um, but for personal use and home use, I think I agree with you, Steve. I think it's I think it's phasing out, and I think it's more of a commercial thing um, as wearable tech and as voice search, you know, as voice search grows. Which kind of brings me to my next point. Do we think that, you know, mobile, so we're, we're talking 71% right now, right? 71% of all time online. Do we think that that number will continue to climb? Um, or do we think that, like, voice search or another medium, you know, whatever other type, you know, comes out, will start to eat into mobile share of the market? If anything, it'd probably in, increase it. Because, increase it? Well, when you're thinking about voice search, with the exception of maybe the, the, the digital assistants now, most of that is going to be occurring on a mobile device with an Android OS or iOS, where you can technically do it on your laptop or desktop now, but nobody does. Mm-hmm. So if anything, like the, the proliferation of voice search is going to increase the, uh, um, I guess, usage or consumption of, of mobile devices or, or and I'm doing air quotes, whatever we call mobile, whether that's you know some form of contact lens or whatever search looks like, that's, I'll go back to the whatever's not a desktop mm-hmm. that, that you can buy something from. That, that's a good point. It's almost like an awareness thing, right? It's like, like you said, like all these devices actually do this. You know, like you can use Siri on a number of devices, but people have been trained to only think that it exists on the phone, right? On your iPhone. Be like, hey, Siri, what's up? Like no one stares at their laptop and be like, hey, Siri, you know? And then, but now like Alexa and, you know, Google Home, it's like, hey, Google, it's starting to be, and like I've, you know, we've, uh, we've done this. And actually I just said, hey, Siri, on my phone just said, hey, what's up? Um, you know, but like, uh, you know, I, as this, as like the Internet of Things and as voice search and all these devices start to become more mainstream and less of a fad, which I think, you know, I think Alexa, everyone, you know, most people in this room know that I think like Alexa and the HomePod and things like that are a fad that will ultimately pass because all of our home devices will ultimately be, vo- you know, voice enabled. Like my my, thermo- my thermostat is, is voice enabled. I can, I can talk, you know, if I had Alexa, which, you know, which if I had Alexa on all the time, I could tell it to do nine things in my house right now because mm-hmm. I have all the Nest system, right? Um, you know, and things of that nature. So I, 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 I like that point because I think it's, it's, it's an awareness thing. And I think as more and more people, and also as, you know, it's a generational thing as well. As the older generation, you know, ages out, you know, ultimately, that's the nice way I can put it. And, you know, younger people grow into it. It's just going to become,
become part it's part of their lives Mm -hmm. like my sons look at even my one-year-old my one-year-old Declan you know they look at you like they're used to their their iPads right they go up to TV screens and they cannot comprehend that it's not touchscreen they cannot like Declan like Jameson's like that's weird you know but Declan is like he gets like frustrated because ultimately by the time he's god I mean like five or ten everything's going to be touchscreen, right? Like, he goes up to my, my Mac, which is now probably eight, nine years old, and he's he's mo- trying to move the screen around. And it's just an aware, you know, but, like, that's a generational thing. It's an awareness mm-hmm. thing. And what, like, you know, and I'm now I'm doing the, the quotations. is like, whatever we are going to consider mobile moving, fo- moving forward, I think, actually, now you've actually changed my mind, will probably actually grow with that generation coming up. I never thought about it that way. So that's, it's, it's, it's an interesting way to look at it. And I think the other thing as well is that <clears throat> mobile devices are easy to use all the time in the sense that, like, you can be on your phone while watching TV at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and there's no reason not to. You're laying on the couch. You're chilling. You know, you're not going to go anywhere. Um, you're not going to – if you really wanted to go buy something, that's going to, like, you know, take energy. Yeah. And if you're, like, hanging out and having a good time, you're not going to – you're probably just not going to do that. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, it's, like – It's laziness and it's convenience. We've touched on laziness a lot, you know, in the last, like, 20 minutes, right? No, and I'm not joking. Like, you know, when you think about, like, you know, you know, is the rise of mobile just began? I think of, like, the movie WALL-E, you know what I mean? Just, just like, the human race in a giant floating Walmart out in yeah. space, you know? It's like, is has the rise of mobile just been, you know, is it a convenience thing? Are we all just lazy? It's probably a little bit of both. A lot yeah. of, a lot of uh, first world problems going on here. Yeah. Or I'm like, oh, because, it, you know, if you if the... I go on the tablet to watch something if the TV is being used by somebody else. Like, that's really... Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that's yeah. a reason, you know? <laughs> that's a real reason. For all the, the discussions we've had, I, I get convenience is really interchangeable with laziness yeah. in, in all of this. So I guess it, it's a it's a perspective thing. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. And, it, and it's a good point to make, right? Because, like, as, like... So I think about this, like, you know, mobile, like, phone, like... Let's say, like, ultimately, like, I mean, you can do this now, but, you know, I'm sure in many cars, you know, let's say you're in a car and you can just say, hey, you know, like, where is X, Y, Z, right? And you do, you know, like, you're talking to your, your navigational, right, uh, system. You know, does that count as a mobile search? You know, is that even, like, is that even being reported? You know, like, things like that. Like, will that start, you know, Google ultimately will start, you know, like, will start taking, will partner with Tesla or will partner with someone. Yeah. And all of a sudden they will be the technology driving behind, you know, Google Maps will be the mm-hmm. will be the technology behind these navigational systems. And Google will start to collect that. Will that be considered a mobile search? I assume so. It's on the go. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it will be mobile. And it will be, I think it will be mobile. And then it will just be another device. And the device will be... Your cars make and model, and then we'll know who's asking. What, you know, we'll know who's asking what in what in what car. Yeah, yeah. And if there are tablets built into the headrests of all the cars in the back, and people are doing searches on those. You know. Yeah. Does those you know does that does the you know does that become mobile and like even the um, you know from a past episode you know the AR and the VR discussion you know if you're wearing you know a pair of glasses that's voice enabled and you make a search you know i assume that would be considered mobile right right well and your windshield could very well be the hud as well that's, like, yeah. you that's might not even point. need the um the, the tablet or even the definition of tablet because uh and i apologize i forget who made the point but earlier when when you instead of saying this is a tablet this is a phone i'd like the district the distinction of screen size more than anything because mm-hmm. that that can play a factor it's a lot like uh I guess you're, you're how people perceive planes. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I'll fly in a plane, but 
I'm not going to get anywhere near a quote unquote puddle jumper yeah. because of the size of it. It's like we, you can't do anything serious in that. It's small. But then if you have a, a 747, yeah, why not? You know, fly around the world. Um, so, yeah, when you're talking about cars and, and, and down the road, no pun intended, I mean, you're, you're mobile could mean a lot of things. Let's just assume you still have like a, a phone type device on you, but it's interfaced via Bluetooth or whatever with the vehicle, and then you're able to overlay that, that AR, your navigation onto the windshield itself, rather than have a, have a display. That's cool, and you know, and I guess like that kind of opens up another conversation, which is like, how do you optimize for that kind of screen, right? How do you optimize for that kind of display? Like, I assume it would be almost like a, like a almost like an amp page, you know what I mean? Like where it would be a separate version of the site that's like canonical back to then. And it comes up, it's like, hey, this is the car version of your site. You know, I don't know. You know, but like I can't fathom that you would just want your regular desktop site to come up in that situation. Or, right? or there'd be like an app for cars. Oh, that yeah. That is a unique app. experience for the car uh, user. Uh, that would be cool. That's an, that's a, that's a, that's probably. That opens up a whole another avenue of like different um, marketplaces and uh, different types of programs and applications that you could use while driving which is like really distracting actually and like kind of nerve-wracking and scary but and how how much information do they collect do they collect the speed you're going when you're you know when For you're doing sure. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know, it's like hey this guy buys a lot when he's doing 65 you know down the highway uh like which is really dangerous you is, know is buying beer while driving yeah like <laughs> like is that, is that legal is that then legal? you know it's yeah. like oh no i'm just going to buy beer you know like uh-huh. Oh man, it's a good it's a good question though. You know, like where, like it ultimately evolves into something like that, and that that's the next mobile device is really you know anything that moves. I guess right at that point, you know that isn't like something that you can kind of I don't even know like detach and take with you. Mm-hmm. That could be considered like tablet. Like a tablet is a separate it's separate entity. You know that you're holding right, but if it's connected to something that doesn't come out of that entity, and so, and that's something that's always moving, then that's got to be considered a mobile device, so, right? So by that by that distinction, when we all eventually, or the next generation of humans starts getting chips embedded inside of them, yep. does that become considered a mobile device as well, too? Or would there be some other distinction of what that's called? Because, yeah, you know, well, well, it, sound, it sounds far-fetched, but... Is, I mean, is it? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, there, there are people who have that now. The you know, RFID chips, chips are real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's yeah. a real thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends if, if they're what they're using it for, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I mean, you can't even think, like, is a drone a mobile device? Like, ultimately, like, you know, Amazon is going to be, like, 80% drones in 10 years, you know, delivering, right? And you're going to be able to talk, you know, you're probably going to be able to talk to them. You're probably going to be able to, you know, say something to them and things of that nature. Or they're, or they're going to be, you know, doing searches and thinking about things like that because they're going to be much more advanced than they are now. And how do we do? Do we even care about that, right? Like as marketers, do we even care? Probably not. But we care. But what we do care about is what they're delivering to who and where, right? And will we have access to that data, or is that just something that companies like Amazon would keep to themselves, which I imagine they would and probably already do, mm-hmm. or sell, or sell? Know, like yeah. what we're talking about. I think two things. One, like the, the how we're defining mobile as like a concept is going to have to broaden dramatically and I think search in particular is going to exist as more of a thing rather than like a thing that occurs on mobile and desktop. Um, and then also it's going to probably prompt a pretty heavy rethink of CMSs in general for, like, mm-hmm. to, to keep as far as job security for us goes. Like it, 
you know, when, when you think about WordPress or, or Adobe CQ or how any of these sites are made and they have this, this nice GUI and people go in, here's the desktop, here's the mobile version, it may actually be a step back. Like here, here's the values for the page and then that will translate into something that can display on your windshield or on, on whatever device you have. And it, it may look like a, a step back in a weird way, at least initially, because you, you're gonna have to rethink your your delivery system because I think the answer to the question earlier was like well how do you solve for that mm -hmm. is with dynamic content and we see it now with personalization and it's kind of the I guess the beginnings of it but it's going to have to go uh, sort of two steps forward and take one step back at the same time to be broadly available to all these different you know unfathomable ways to display it yeah because like and that that's a great point and I, I think about like so the car thing is really interesting to me so because you can think about like hey like let's say that something breaks in your car, right? Let's just say that, and let and let's say you you're at AutoZone or Advanced Auto Part or O'Reilly, you know, Auto something like that, right? And all of a sudden, you know, like that person is a, and this kind of it's kind of like a like a beacon, right? You know, uh, let's say that person you know like has an account or has an app or something like that. It's like, hey, your brake pad, you know, is low, you know, and, and like there's the signal on the car comes on, right? And then all of a sudden. You, you know, they send you a coupon or they send you a text and they say, hey, you know, here's 20% off that part that just broke on your car. You know, and they knew that because the sensor in your car sent that information back, yeah. right? And that, that could That's be the next, helpful, that, that, it, It's very helpful. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually would be totally okay with that instead of having to, if I was, you know, if I was DIY enough or handy enough, I would, I would totally just be like, yeah, I'll buy that part and then I'll fix it myself. Go watch a YouTube video. I could probably well, fix it myself. Oh, yeah. That's where AR thing can come in. That mm -hmm. you just hold the phone up over the part and it could show you where the, the mm -hmm. issue oh, is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Bring a video up, how to fix it and everything. And that's a whole new world of marketing for like auto, you know, for, oh, yeah. for auto. Content. Content. Microsoft HoloLens had like a, a early trailer, which is probably in no way, shape, or form representative of reality, but they showed like a... Think of somebody changing a pipe out and it, it was like the pipe and then there was like an arrow that showed like which way to twist it and all that yep. stuff it was cool and i mean like you even to your point like with with, with automotive it, it's here's the part that just broke it's here's the part that's about to break because they'll have yeah. your, your vehicle your year make model know, all that yeah. stuff they'll know the fail rates they'll be able to proactively market um even you know your, your windshield wipers but again you're gonna have to tightrope that line of people's level of comfort with oh that's creepy versus mm -hmm. oh that's useful yeah you know and it, it's probably different but then again too hopefully when it becomes that advanced you'll be able to to know the individual enough to know where that threshold is yeah and it'll, and it'll be and they'll be used to it already because mm -hmm. it'll just be part of it'll be part of what they've always known i was going to say i think that would actually probably be successful because i think oftentimes people will forego marketing for safety like they'll they'll give up things to be more safe so like that like I, I know if in that situation, I think I would, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I, th I think it's helpful, right? And I think that that I think it, it's always like, what's the line between creepy and helpful? Yeah. <laughs> you know. And Greg, you you just made that point, and I think it's a good one. And I think there's there's an older generation, you know, probably that's less comfortable with this, and then you have the folks who are growing into it, where it's just that's what that's what a Tuesday is. You know what I mean? It's like they expect that. You know, they expect it to be that easy. Mm -hmm. 
But with that said, I think we've made a lot of good points on mobile and what mobile is today and what it could be tomorrow. I really liked I really liked all the points made about the automotive stuff and the HUD and you know what what that screen could be in the future. I think it's going to be I think that's a it's a really good conversation, really good thought starter. Either way, I think that this was uh, you know this is a great conversation, a lot of points, a lot of great points made. Merg, what do you think? Thumbs up, thumbs down. We're gonna get another picture. What do we get? We got Guy Fieri. Oh. Dual thumbs up. Go in the flavor town. Okay. I want to thank once again our very special guest Greg Gatani. Thank you so much for hanging out, man, and hope to see you soon. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please leave Search on Tap or review on iTunes or wherever you found us. You can also follow us on Twitter at Search on Tap. For more episodes, please visit conductor.com slash search on tap. Uh-huh.